Happy Labor Day weekend, everyone. I hope everyone's having a good time, good weather, spending a little time with family, relaxing, maybe going on that last little vacation. You know, the kids are going back to school. And Tuesday starts the 2020 campaign. Let's get it going. I know, I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, though, <laughs> you've been on this campaign and on top of it much more than the common person has for probably the last year. This thing feels like it's been going on forever. But we're inside of 60 days. I mean, can you imagine that? Inside of 60 days. So welcome to Inside Polling. For anybody who it's your first time, we uh, like to give a view down the middle. If you're sick of maybe Fox News and conservative views or you're tired of MSNBC or CNN and you're looking for anybody who's down the middle who can give you views and what's really happening with the polls uh, without throwing anybody's opinion in, uh, this is the spot. We're the fastest growing uh, political podcast going right now. Uh, my Twitter in uh, 90 days, we're over 10,000 followers. I love having you guys aboard. Thanks for the comments. Keep it coming. I love the questions. I try to, I try to answer them in, uh, in future podcasts by including certain things or doing it a little differently. So let's um, get to the polls. And let's start with what we always do. Let's start with the presidential approval ratings. Let's see. Today is the 6th, so it's Sunday today. I was on a few days ago. So we have two days. Let's see. We have Thursday and Friday's approvals. We, we, we don't really get approvals on the weekends, so I'll just run you down the Thursday and Friday. Thursday, we had YouGov at 43 approval, 54 disapproval. Rasmussen, we had 50 and a 49 disapproval. This was on Thursday, don't forget. We also had PPP, uh, political policy polling, 43 approval, 52 disapproval. Morning consult, 43 approval, 52 disapproval. I mean, are all these numbers basically the same? Rasmussen on Friday, 52 approval. And we talk about it pretty often. I mean, Rasmussen bounces between 46 and 52. Uh, they've got uh, uh, Trump on a high mark here, 52, 48 disapproval. Harris had it at 46, 54 disapproval. On InsidePolling.com, uh, just to remind everybody, go there, all the data, all the numbers, all these numbers I read are there. If you want to dissect the polls, you can. You want to look at the hundreds of pages inside of each poll. You want graphs of each state. You want graphs of the national, graphs of Trump's approval. They're all there, InsidePolling.com. Of course, Inside Polling 1 on Twitter. So I have the number sitting at 40, uh, excuse me, 44 approval and 52 disapproval. 44 approval, 52 disapproval. I take the two weeks, average all the polls together, 44, 52. So uh, I still believe Trump needs to get to 46 for this to uh, come down to the wire. And uh, so let's move on with that. The national race. I only have, what do I have, five or six polls for you. 
USC uh, continues now to do their daily poll, daily national poll. They poll the same people every couple days, and they basically you know give you a number six thirty in the morning on the eastern uh, side of the U.S. Uh, it pops out. We try to get you that, and I, I've included that into our numbers now. Now, just so you, just to give you, I mean, if you want to break down where this race stands, it hasn't moved on a national number. The states have moved, but the national number has not moved. USC started this poll on August 17th. Okay. They were at 41 for Trump, 51 for Biden. What are they now? 43 Trump. Trump, you know, picked up two points and 51 for Biden, flat. So it's basically has not moved since the 17th in one, the same poll. Global strategy, 43 Trump, 52 Biden, a plus nine for Biden. Data for progress, 43 Trump, 53 Biden, plus 10. Harris, a little tighter, 47 Trump, 53 Biden. CBS YouGov, 44 for Trump, 50 for Biden. Biden plus 6. So here are the Trump numbers, 43, 43, 43, 47, 44. <laughs> okay, that's pretty even. Biden, 51, 52, 53, 53, 50. Well, excuse me, 50, yeah. So that's where we are. Where are we uh, in insidepolling.com? Haven't moved. Uh, you know, well, we were at six last time I was with you. We're at seven now. Biden's crept back up to 50. He goes from 50 to 49 to 50 to 49. He's back to 50. Trump's sitting at 43. Okay, so 43 Trump, 50 Biden. Biden plus seven inside polling taking the 14-day average of all polls. Okay, seven-point lead. That's that's the race. Let's get to the states real quick. I uh, had uh, Morning Consult. They're doing a daily poll in Wisconsin now. Uh, Wisconsin, we all know, super important, critical. Trump uh, shocked the world in one Wisconsin, of course, one Michigan, of course, one Pennsylvania. But Morning Consult's doing Wisconsin. They have Trump right now at 43, Biden at 51. Okay. Eight-point lead for, for Biden there in Wisconsin. Minnesota, which, you know, on my first podcast uh, with you, I said, be careful, Minnesota. 45 Trump, 48 Biden. Three-point lead for Biden in Minnesota. North Carolina. Monmouth, considered a very highly rated A-plus on 538, if, if some of you look at 538. Trump, 45. Biden, 47. Biden, two-point lead in North Carolina. By the way, this is not the first time we've seen Biden creep into the lead now here in North Carolina. This this had gone back and forth, back and forth, and it's basically been a tie all the way through. Now, Biden's got a little lead there. 47, 45, two-point lead. Pennsylvania, Quinnipiac poll. Now, you know I've said it here before. I'm not crazy about the Quinnipiac polls. They are 
I mean, thought of as super, super highly rated, but they blew 2016 in a in an awful way. But people love Quinnipiac. I'm going to keep on bringing you Quinnipiac. Uh, they've got in Pennsylvania Quinnipiac 44 for Trump, 52 in Biden for Biden. It's an eight point lead, eight point lead in Pennsylvania. A, basically a must win for both campaigns. Remember we talked about it last time, Florida and Pennsylvania. It just could come down to those two. If Biden wins Pennsylvania, he basically wins. I mean, yes, there's a million scenarios. I get it. Yes, correct. But if you win Florida and the same person, whoever, if somebody wins Florida and Penn, the same person, it's over, whoever that person is. Rasmussen, Pennsylvania, 48-48 tie. Okay, now here's... This is like listening to Fox and CNN. Two different ways of polling. And when you say, well, don't they just ask the same questions? Don't they ask the, you know, basically same people? No. Totally two different ways of asking questions. Totally two different ways of who they're polling. So same state. Quinnipiac's got plus eight. Rasmussen, which is is thought of as a Republican leaning. So... Two opposite polar opposite polling companies. This is this is total two opposite views, and I think we should talk about this. This race is two opposite views now. I mean, I love this race now because it is two opposite views. If you have a view on X or Y, you've got a candidate for that now. Before it was a little mixed. I don't know Trump and Biden. You know, maybe maybe two middle of the road guys. Yes, Trump is you know more conservative. Yes, Biden of course is a little more liberal. If you want to say that. Two middle, somewhat middle people, but now they've both been spread apart. And now you've got views on both sides. The nation is split on both sides. And you've got, of course, now what's different in the race? Biden is liked more as a person. Or how he would be as a president. And if he wins, that's going to be the difference. But here we go, right? Pennsylvania. Quinnipiac plus eight. Rasmussen, even. Who do you believe? I know. You're Dem. Oh, I believe Quinnipiac. You're Republican. I can't stand Quinnipiac, and I love Rasmussen, right? I don't like when polls are so far to one side. But that's that, that's what we get, and that's why I bring you all the polls. I do have a HOTUS poll in Pennsylvania. <laughs> probably a little more middle of the road, 45 for Trump, 51 Biden, Biden plus six in Pennsylvania. Is that probably where we are? Maybe. Texas, data for progress. And here we go again, data for progress. We know a data for progress. This is a progressive uh, wing of a polling, but still, I got to bring it to you. 45 Trump, 48 Biden, Biden plus three in Texas. I come back, then I come back to right after it. University of Texas gives us a poll in Texas, 48 Trump, 46 Biden. So one's got Biden plus three, one's got Trump plus two. Who do you believe? That's why we average them all together, and that's why we have the best polling numbers out there. If you listen to Fox, you're going to get one view. You listen to CNN, you're going to get another view. You listen to 538, 
they're going to give you you know you know what every single person at 538 the way they're voting by their by the i mean the way they talk that's it's to me if you're going to be a polling company be right down the middle don't share don't share your views there's no reason to share your views all right florida Quinnipiac. Now, 45 Trump, 48 Biden. So remember, Quinnipiac had Biden up by a big number in July. Now it's down to three by Quinnipiac. Now, do you believe Quinnipiac here? Trump plus, I mean, Biden plus three in Florida. Now, Trafalgar, who... The Dems don't like. Rasmussen and Trafalgar are the two hated polls because they lean Republican. They come out. Trump 49 in Florida. Biden 46. Trump plus three. So you should have seen the little Twitter battle between the head of Trafalgar and the head of 538 battling it out on basically betting on whose polling is better. And by the way, here we go again. We're split. Trafalgar feels one way about polling. And 538 feels another way about polling. Split down the middle. Minnesota. PPP, public policy polling. 44 Trump, 52 Biden. So remember above, I had I had a mini at plus three. This is a plus eight. Which one's right? It's super confusing, right? I got a Wisconsin poll to finish you up here. 44 Trump, 50 Biden. Biden plus six in Wisconsin. So there's good numbers on both sides. You probably, again, I just gave you, you probably should feel good again on both sides. There's some movement depending on which polls you like. I'm going to run you down just a few questions and answers on this poll I pulled up, you know, the 60-page report on the CBS report uh, poll. Ex- uh, excuse me. Um, this is a registered voters, not likely voters, but registered voters. But I want to give you just a few questions and answers. How much are you thinking about the 2020 presidential race these days? That was a question. 68% said a lot. Next question. Now, remember, now, this poll, just a preview, I should have given this to you. This was a Biden 52 a Trump 42. Okay, so a Biden, a 10-point national lead on this poll. Okay, so let's go to another question. What's the main reason uh, behind your vote for Joe Biden? All right, so you're a Joe Biden supporter. What's your reason? Well, I like Joe Biden is 32%, but mainly to oppose Trump is 49%. You flip it around the other question, you ask for somebody who's going to vote for Trump, it's 73% that they like Trump. Not because they don't like Biden. You know, there's Biden's favorability rating there. But you could see the Dems don't like Trump, and that's the reason why they're voting. And the Republicans are voting for Trump personally, not against Biden. Uh, if you're voting for, if, if you're a voter for Trump, what's your main concern if Joe Biden wins? Economic issue, 59%. Okay. 
if you're voting for Biden, what's your main issue if, if Trump wins? The highest number? Coronavirus issues, 38%. File, f- followed by matters on race and race uh, race and race relations at 30%. Okay, so the virus and the race, which basically two issues that popped up in 2020, get you 68% worry if Trump gets in. Uh, let's take a look at, okay, if you think the, if things are going well, if you had voted yes to, if things are going well or somewhat well in America today, how much do you think Donald Trump is responsible for that? A lot is 78%. If you thought things were going badly How much do you think Donald Trump is responsible for that? 60%. Basically split. Regardless of how you feel about his policies, do you like or dislike Joe Biden? Like, 51. Dislike, 49. There we go, guys. Split down the middle. But here's the difference. Regardless of how you feel about his policies, do you like or dislike Donald Trump personally? 36% 36% like, 64% dislike. Okay, that's not the approval rating. This is just like him as a person. 64% disapproval. I mean, 64% dislike. Regardless of who you might vote for, do you think Joe Biden does or does not have these qualities? They ran They ran a few things. Uh, his, his high cares about people. His low... Energy, like his energy. Regardless of who you might vote for, do you think Donald Trump uh, does or does not have these qualities? His high energy, his low, the right temperament. Okay. How much of a factor in each of these in, in your vote of president? The high economy as a major factor. The low uh, is now coronavirus, and they only gave us four topics: corona, economy, recent protests, or healthcare. Okay, so high economy, coronavirus may be dropping down a little bit. I'm um, being a major factor as things have slightly improved. How much? The, now, now, this is what I really find funny, right? People are very engaged. Well, you know, whatever that number was, I, I read you there in the beginning. Sixty-eight percent, a lot, are are thinking about the race and watching it. And some was 23%. So what's that? 91% are basically really in tune to the race. And I love this. Um, How much of the Democratic National Convention did you watch? None, 44%. How much of the Republican Convention did you watch? 46%. (laughs) How split could we be? Unbelievable. Um. Do you agree or disagree with the ideas expressed by Black Lives Matter? 54, 55 approval, 46 disapproval. Basically a split. Uh, in general, from what you've seen, what do you think the intentions of the most of the protesters are in Portland and Kenosha and other cities? You ready for this one? Act peacefully, 51%. They asked them different questions. 51% also... Destroy public and private property. How's that for a split? So, let's see. Um, 
And final question, CBS News. They asked 60 questions, by the way. I just gave you a couple. And here we go. Split down the middle. And that's what this whole podcast is about. Which better describes your view of the U.S. economy? The economy can recover if the outbreak continues? 50%. The economy cannot recover until the, the, the outbreak is contained 50%. Wow. Guys, I don't care which side of the aisle you're on. The issues are split. People are split. This election just could come down to likability in the end. Uh, I also want to read you just a few things that came out of this Quinnipiac poll. But remember, this Quinnipiac poll, and I know it's super popular. That's why I want to read them to you. Uh, just to remind you, Quinnipiac in Florida had a Biden plus three. And in Pennsylvania was a Biden plus eight. Okay. But I just want to give you the summary of this Quinnipiac poll. So, um, and this is fascinating. And we're starting to see this. Are your minds made up in this race? 93% of people in Florida said, likely voters said uh, their minds are made up. In Pennsylvania, 94%. So basically, 93 and 94%. Um, Florida, what makes a difference to Pennsylvania? What's most important? What's the most important issue? 27% the economy in Florida. 19% say law and order. 15% the virus. 13% racial inequality. 27 for economy. 19 for law and order. 15 for coronavirus. 13 for racial inequality. Broken down by party affiliation. I'm reading this right straight from it. 42% of Republicans name the economy. And 35% name law and order as their top issues. 29% of Democrats name the virus as the top issue. So... Here we don't even see the virus in Republicans, and here it's the number one thing for Democrats. Do you think the world thinks differently? 24% of Democrats, also their next issue, racial inequality. Not even in the top two of Republicans. Among Now, just be careful of this number. Independents, what, what do they rank as number one? Because remember, if you're a Republican, you know, your issues, this is about independence. If you're a Democrat, this is about independence. Among independents, the economy ranks the top issue, 26%, followed by law and order, 16%. So why is Florida maybe tighter? Well, look what the Republicans were. The same thing. Economy was number one, law and order was number two, and independents are following that track. That's in Florida. Let's switch to Pennsylvania. Oh, by the way, you know, I know it's a huge issue right now, but... Um, 30, 32% in Florida say they're going to vote by mail, and only uh, in Pennsylvania, 30%. So basically, not even a, you know, basically a third of the voters are going to do mail absentee. Everyone else is showing up in person. Pennsylvania, number one issue was 29% the economy, 16% the virus, 15% law and order, 13% racial inequality. Slightly different. Slightly different there. Republicans rank the economy at 50%, law and order at 28%. Democrats, the virus at 29%, racial inequality at 25%. Now let's look at the independents here in Pennsylvania. Independents name the economy 
30%, law and order, 15%, and the virus at 14%. Wow. Put those numbers together. So, again, we had all of Pennsylvania, 29 the economy, 16% the virus, 15 law and order, 13 racial inequality, and it looks like the independents and Republicans are putting economy first, law and order second, but the virus is right there on the third at 14% for independents. But again, is it going to come down to this right here? Favorability. Trump's favorability in Pennsylvania? 41% favorability, 55% dis- uh, uh, unfavorable, excuse me, op- opinion of him. And Biden is a f- basically a split, 46 and 45 you know, is that what it's going to come down to? So I just wanted to take you down those two polls. Let me run you down the averages one more time, and then I'll run you down the states. Trump's approval rating, 44 approval, 52 disapproval. The general election sitting at a Biden plus seven on insidepolling.com. Biden at 50, Trump at 43. Let's take you to the states. Michigan, excuse me, Michigan, Biden plus five. Wisconsin, Biden plus six. Nevada, Biden plus five. Minnesota, Biden plus five. North Carolina, now Biden plus one. Ohio, solidifying, Trump plus five. Pennsylvania, plus five. Texas, Trump plus one. Georgia, Trump plus two. Florida, Biden now down to plus two there. Arizona, Biden plus seven. Seven. Now, if you're with me, a month ago, and I said the magic number was seven. Remember, all the states were seven. And then all the states went to six. Well, we're based, let me read you this. Michigan, five. Wisconsin, six. Nevada, five. Minnesota, five. Uh, Ohio, five. Pennsylvania, five. I mean, we're loaded with fives now. So we stand very interesting in an interesting spot. We're about to round the corner. This is really probably when the polls start mattering. In the next probably week from now, we'll know exactly where we stand. We're inside of 60 days. We're in the 50s. And let's get it going, guys. I really appreciate you being on. I love having you. Thanks for taking the time. InsidePolling.com. InsidePolling1 at Twitter. So uh, we'll see you during the week, and we'll jump on when we get some more polls. Everybody, have a wonderful, wonderful Uh, Labor Day weekend with your family, and uh, we'll chat soon. Take care.